Hey, thanks for tuning in to the Cook and Bartender Podcast. Our hosts are Tiny and Adam. If you like what we do, please subscribe so you can get the latest and greatest of what Tiny and Adam like to talk about. All right, welcome back. Hey, we're back again. Adam Loving Tiny. life. Yeah, Adam and Tiny. Look at that. We're already so excited. We're talking over each other. I know. How are you doing today, bud? I'm doing good. It's 55 degrees out. Well, yeah, it feels like summertime. I know. Pretty soon it's going to be a winter storm. Are you shivering again? Well, yeah, we'll get four feet of snow next week probably. But right now, I'm enjoying it. For that, let's cheers. Let's cheers. Nice. Welcome, welcome back. Another episode. What's, uh, what do we, what do we, uh, and actually, welcome back everyone who's listening. Community, you're awesome. Hey, we had a good response about what this podcast, we want to keep it going. Yeah, thank you for your support. And Definitely. if there's any negatives too, we, we don't mind negatives because then we can grow and learn. Yep, just send those to the email though. Yeah, we don't want to listen <laughs> we don't to them. <laughs> yeah, we don't, we'll discard them later. Just kidding. <laughs> so, Mr. Adam. What's up? I know this is a big in your, uh, in your world. So, let's talk about your subject for what you picked up for the day. I think it's a great one. We're talking about, uh, let's talk about seasonal work. Seasonal work. Yes. Yeah. I have to say that's in the cooking and the bartender and hospitality world, probably one of the biggest things to do. And one of the most unknown secrets of the industry for anybody looking to like expand their minds, see some cool places, get out of Dodge, get a seasonal gig. Like I was 30 years old when I got my first seasonal gig. I wish I was had found this whole underground world when I was 18 because I would have seen a lot more cool places. But uh, but yeah, so there's this underground world of seasonal work that a lot of people don't know about. And there's websites you can go and like there's it's an opportunity. You can you can work at any national park you want. You could uh, come up to northern Wisconsin and catch all the muskies you want. I worked on Park City, Utah for a few years. And of course, I could have you know traveled a lot, but I was working on my middle management or the, hey, you got to get this shit done. Why is it not done part of your life? <laughs> but that's where I learned about seasonal working uh, now i'm not i don't regret that i didn't do it but there is such a huge uh, ebb and flow of seasonal workers yeah if you think about it like a lot of people don't think about it and i never did even though i went on family vacations and like i went places i never actually thought about like hey i'm in the middle of you know i'm in yellowstone or some remote place and these people are checking me into the hotel or serving me or cooking my food but where do they live what do they do you know and like i never put two, two and two together that there actually is like a real community of people who do this for a living yep. and they bounce summer jobs and then they go into ski towns in the winter and all this cool shit and it blew my mind like when i was 30 years old i was like fuck like this is this is awesome this is really exciting yeah i was 23 when i learned about seasonal work and i was like whoa this is cool maybe i should do it and i'm like well i'm trying to get more cooking skills and stuff so i kind of stuck around and did that instead of jumping around having a lot of fun. Even though I had a lot of fun doing what I was doing, don't get me wrong. And even us though now, like we work year round in this community, but we're seasonal too. You know oh, what I mean? definitely. Like, like it's it's not only is it like a cool underground avenue that like if I ever had kids, I'd be like, go do this. You're going to see so many awesome places. And the people I met, I mean, I met people from China and Poland and Tajikistan and Fardavs. Shout out to you, my man. You're probably the president of Tajikistan now. You know, like so many worldwide awesome people that that like just taught me things. And they came. They never been to the U.S. They come here on a visa program or something. Yep, and they work visas. Yeah, and all of a sudden you're like besties with them. You're learning so much about the world. Like I never, I never had to go to Poland to learn about Poland because I just talked to my new friend, this yep. year, you know, and like the knowledge I got from it and like the bonds and the relationships that I built on that, they like made me a better person, you know. I it's think just, so. It's just stuff that we, that most people don't know, you know, you go through your life, you get through college and you go do your job, but like seasonal world is such an opportunity to just learn and it's amazing. And, and sometimes it's like free, free travel. Yeah travel or do whatever and you can see this part of the world that part of the world and you get paid to travel 
You get, paid, you, get, you get paid to travel, you get housing, and you get to come to another country. Like, it's so cool. And I, I, I met some of the most amazing people that were from other countries in my whole life. If I think of everybody in my whole life, some of the best people I met came to work at Glacier National Park for three months, you know, or wherever. And you, just the bonds and the, the friendship are amazing. They are. They are. I, I still have friends that I met 20 years ago. Yeah. And we're still friends. But so, we only worked together for three months. Right. <laughs> but you're lifelong friends. Yeah, lifelong it, friends. That's super cool. But yeah, like seasonal work too is a, another interesting thing. Like we work, like I said, year round, but we are seasonal. So it's really interesting in my brain to like have to think about how to maximize all your money. You got six months of the year to make money. Yep. That's it. Whether you own the business, you're an employee or whatever, it doesn't matter. You have right away. Well, in a lot of places I worked, you know, the season's 100 days long. You had 100 days to make your money. If you didn't make your money, well, you're kind of screwed. Yeah. But then again, if you are a seasonal worker, you have 100 days here, and you got 100 days there. You have 165 days of screwing off. <laughs> so, I, I, you got 200 days of work. Right. That's not a bad life. No, <laughs> not at all. I think everybody wants 165 days to screw off. <laughs> I do. And if you play your cards right as a seasonal worker, you know, we were bullshitting before we did this. But, like, yeah, you see those people that are like, oh, man, i got two weeks left. I have a nickel in my sock and a shoestring holding up my belt, and I have no home and no job in a month. But then you have those people that play it smart. The people that, that work hard. Play a little bit, but they save tons of money. Save their money knowing that they're going to be... Yep. They're going to be laid off. Or I know people that work very hard for the season, then they take two months off and they spend that money to go on vacation. Yeah. You know, go on a holiday, like people around the world call it. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's what I do. Even like, I don't go out ever, so I don't spend any money outside of basic living expenses. But that way, when we close and I have four weeks, fuck it, I'm going all out. It goes from turtle to full bunny. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> In about two weeks, I'll be full bunny. Yeah, two weeks. <laughs> right now, he has a serious burning notes. Burnouts. Burnouts. Let's talk about that. Yeah, seasonal workers have burnouts. And it's the weirdest thing because you get in there, you're ready to go, you're ready to rock, and you're like, yeah, I got this. And then halfway through, you're like, oh, we're almost there, but I'm still having a lot of fun. And about a month, I'd say, before you know your last day at work is, your brain crashes and you're like, oh, why? Like you almost always do I have to open up? Yeah. Like being off, yeah. Do I have to open up a Bud Light for these people? <laughs> do I have to cook another omelet? Why? <laughs> oh, crap. Here comes that guy that I don't like. <laughs> right. he, I mean, you love him. Don't get me wrong. But it's just like, oh, yeah, you're like you're tired I, of seeing I, him. Your brain is set to like off time. You know, it's so weird. And it's easy. You, you go around to different establishments, you know, anywhere that's seasonal. But up here, we're a seasonal community. So we see it a lot. But I hear it a lot, too, as a bartender. People are like, man, like I went to this place, blah, blah, blah. And they just seemed like they were ready to. They didn't even want us there. You know, and I came to your place and you smiled at me and I'm like, thank you. And I'm like, cool. Like, <laughs> yep. You got to always have the permagrin. Yeah. But it is easy to get burnt out when you, when you know there's an end. It's easy to just like, fuck. Do, yep. I, do I really have to prep these burgers today? I'm not taking the trash out today. I'm going to out tomorrow. <laughs> fuck that. Right. <laughs> so stupid. But uh, but yeah, it's, it's unlike any other job. I, I, I only know this business, so I don't know what it is to have like the same job all the time, not have seasonal like ups and downs, you know. like I Even uh, in the Twin Cities when I worked down there, we still had seasonals, but not as bad as like, you know, where I've lived before where there was actually a winter season. And a summer season, fall, a couple months in spring, and there wasn't anything going on. But I've always had seasonal work. So you 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 own this place now. Yep. And I work for somebody in this area, so I get time off. I get to go travel. I get to do my thing. Like, what is it like in these slow times in between seasons for you as a business owner? Our business closes. 
I usually have to work a little harder. Sounds kind of weird, but you know, I, I'm not as busy, so I don't have my waitress on as much. Or the hard part is like, okay, am I going to be busy this weekend? What's the weather like? So you got to take all these factors into your planning of the week. You know, is it going to be nice? Are people going to come up and open up their, their cabins? So how much food do I prep in? How much food do I bring in? Right. That's the hardest part for me is just how much food you bring in. And then I'm not going to be busy. Yeah, that, that's interesting. Like, like, so we close. And even at the back end of our season, I do the ordering and shit, you know. It's really hard to gauge, like, what's about our last weekend. But I, yep. I, I think in my head, like, man, I, it'd be tough to be a business owner in this off, off season. Yeah, it really is. In a small small place like mine, and now it's a little bit better, but food purveyors have limits. So you got to meet this limit before they even send you food. So you're like, okay, will I make it for two weeks so I order this much food? Or do I need to order this much food to make it two weeks? So I can only, or no, what do I need? How do I do it? Do you have to shrink your menu in slow seasons? I don't really shrink it. I, I mean, I'm the only cook, so I made my menu a one-man one man menu. Well-planned. Right on, right on. No, I... But that's got to be tough. Like, you're as an owner and just like an employee, I mean, you got, like I said, you got those gravy months. You got to take advantage of those gravy months. Yep. And then it's like, I hoard all the money I can when it's busy, so I know during this next two or three months, I got to... Use a little savings. I mean, I'll make the bills yep. from the people coming in, but there's other expenses that pop up. You gotta have yeah. some kind of cash, right? Right. You have a bar across the street from your establishment too. That probably doesn't help your money. Hey, don't tell my secrets. <laughs> That's why he's broke. <laughs> there's a bar across the there's street. There's a bar across the street. <laughs> I'm no, actually jealous of that though. This is when I bring my own case of booze in. I sit here and look over there, bearing <laughs> sucky. Sucky. No, I go over there yeah. once in a while. So seasonal life. We talked about a. Uh, underground world we talked about how weird it is to have to plan your whole life around the fact that you're not going to make money for x amount of months and then there's also when you're working seasonal working if you're at one place for a long enough time when you have a winter season and a summer season there are summer workers and winter workers and it was always so weird because you're like oh, i can't wait to see this guy you know or this girl because you know winter's coming and they're your friend but they're gone all summer so they they show up and then the summer people leave and by the next time you're by spring you're like i can't wait to see them this person or that person because they're coming back to work for us yes you know let's come back to work for us we'll give you another dollar do you have a do you have a do you see because i see it um summer versus uh, summer and winter crowd Crowd. Yeah, they're totally different. They're different. They're, they're so totally different. yeah, different. And especially up here with snowmobilers, there's a fishermen, summer people on vacation, or winter people, snowmobilers, ice fishermen, ice fishing women, men, women, whatever. Anglers. 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 Oh yeah. Yeah, I'm not a fisherman, sorry. <laughs> so there's totally different. If I had the right words that could go public, I would I would say them, but I I don't know the right words, but they're a totally different crowd. It is a different crowd and a lot of I think we experienced it up here with the seasonal differences is you know the anglers and the families that are on vacation, they also have daylight till nine o'clock and they're on a pontoon. Yep. They're floating. Like no, they're not in a they're hurry. Chill. Where like the snowmobile crowd and you know, the winter crowd, it's like they have a they have destinations to get to yep. and they want to ride, you know, so they're in a little more intense, I would say. That sounds good. I feel, yeah. I feel like if I in the wintertime, if your Bud Light doesn't get too faster, I'm gonna get a quicker to get a rude response. In the summertime, they're on the deck, they're chilling, they've been on a pontoon all day, they're not as much in a hurry, I would say. You know? They're probably not going anywhere. I mean snowbills have like you said, destinations. They go from point A to point Z, but then there's thirty points in between. <laughs> right. The whole you know, in between. And the whole case of Bush Light to drink. Uh, right. And they want their two beers now and they want to ride. Yep. It's like how many miles did I get on, you know? Where pontoon people they're just floating in the water and I'm here for a whole week. A lot of, and that's a weird thing too. Like our summer guests are are usually here for a whole week. You have to rent most of the cabins and most of the resorts from Saturday to Saturday. Yep. Um, the snowmobilers are here Thursday and they're leaving Sunday. Let's go. And yep. it's, uh, it's 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 definitely intense. 
They pushed play and two times. So the Norwegians come out. What? Slow down, man. That might have been the best description of winter season ever. <laughs> <laughs> You now, <laughs> slow down, buddy. <laughs> My brain's blue. It's just a bush light. That's right. Someone, someone called me a really rude name the other day because we were out of bush light. And I thought in my head, I said, man, I can't wait till summer. At my place, I, I mean, I have a little bar. It's a for breakfast bar. I have a little bit of beer, but I don't have the room for beer because you have uh, so much beer. And the big purveyors have, you know, limits. And once again, I can't store that much and I probably won't never go through that much. So I have a small brewery here in Hayward that, that can get a little bit here, a little bit there, and they do a great job. And this one guy came in this winter. He's like, hey, can I get a bush light? I'm like, all right, no. Well, can I get a course light? I said, no. I said, here's the cans I have. Boom, boom, boom. I showed what they were. I explained to everyone. He's like, so I can't get a bush light? And I said, all right, I'll give you three choices. And I said, you have angry minnow, angry minnow, or angry minnow? He's like, I guess that's kind of a, I think I'll have an angry minnow. I'm like, hey, that's an excellent choice. Yeah. Leads us into a nice shout out to Angry Minnow Brewery. Yeah. An awesome brewery in a small middle of nowhere, Hayward, Wisconsin. And they do a great job and they have a lot of good flavors. And I like to support them because I like drinking their beer. And I'm not a beer drinker, but I like their beer. Well, they have good beer. So yeah, if you're in Hayward, Wisconsin. Uh, Go to Angry Minnow. Yeah. Awesome owners, awesome people, small brewery making it, and they, yeah, a delicious beers. And I'm not a beer drinker myself either. Um, no, I need to buy. Well, the attitude of people, too, and you know, the workers, the winter workers, because when I lived in, in the mountains, in the winter, the winter workers were all about catching the fresh powder and this and that. We'd actually pay our breakfast cooks more money and then nighttime people, because most everybody wanted a nighttime job. So give the breakfast people more money. You know, they want to go skiing, but, eh, you know, if I get two more dollars an hour, that's cool. I'll wait until, you know, get off at one, then go. And a lot of those kids, too, are also party people, too. So yep. they don't want to do the breakfast shift, do they? No, they didn't want to do breakfast. They, they couldn't get up. <laughs> well, I can barely get up and do my own job. <laughs> I don't know. I was supposed to be at one. I was late today. I was like, fuck. <laughs> that's all right. <laughs> it's the end of the season. <laughs> well, yes. I had an end of the season party last night. <laughs> and that's <laughs> that was fun. And then, Seasonal workers go hard for the 100 days, 120 days, whatever it is, and then they take two months off or three months off or whatever, and they go exploring, or then they go somewhere else. I have a person that lives, they work in northern Minnesota, right on almost on the Canadian border for the summer, before they don't, they don't, they don't like the cold or winter, so they go down to the islands, and they have a place down there. They work down there, and, and so she has half her stuff up there, half her stuff down there, so she has a place down there for six months and a place up there for six months, and she pays, you know, six months right up there, but she has summer stuff there, summer stuff down there, so makes her room in hers. Then before she leaves, she packs everything back up, put it back in the closet. Next person comes in and makes it theirs. It's the weirdest thing, but she's been doing it for 10, 15 years yeah, now. I know a lot of people that do it. That, that's like their life, you know? Like, one day we'll get Larry on the phone. We wanted somebody I know. Like, they, that's what they do. They winter up. They go to Colorado or Utah, wherever. They go summer in Montana, wherever, Yellowstone, anywhere you want to go, you know? Ah, but that's their life. I mean, it's it's their so life. cool. And I don't have kids, and I don't think I ever will. But if I ever did, I would 100% push them in that direction. I always said free travel is the best, and this is one way you can uh, do it. Get you know? paid to see the country is yep. the way I described a lot of what I did. I was like, you know, when I was introduced to seasonal life, I was like, cool, like, I'm, I'm making money. If I play my cards right, I'm making money, saving money. But I'm seeing some of the awesomest like, places you just wouldn't pack up and go to. But And because you're there for six months or yeah. four months or whatever. So you can go and see the, the local places that nobody ever shows you. Locals yeah. aren't going to show you their, their little hideouts. I know. They, They're going to tell you to go two blocks down, not to the left. Exactly. In a tourist community, the locals do not want you in there. 
other place. They no, they go they go where they want to go. They don't want you to see. Yep. But yeah, but I mean, overall, like it's such a weird business. It's such a weird. It's energizing to talk about in my head because it's like, like I said, it's just those fucking connections you make and those people you meet and like the shit that I learn. Sometimes I feel like if you could make it in the seasonal world and you do that, like that's your life and you've been doing it for ten or fifteen years, the amount of knowledge in your head of the shit you had to learn about it blows my mind. Yeah, you just go. You go, and you know, all of a sudden you start start over every three or four or five months, and like that's so crazy to me. And And, uh, they don't get bored. Yeah. There's not a lot of people that could do that. Could start over every six months or every three months. Yep. New people, new faces, new job, new this. You know, you're you were a cook in this kitchen in Steamboat Springs, Colorado, and now you're in Las Vegas for three months in his kitchen and you just adapt and go and like you changing houses changing like everything they live out of bag i yeah. know that yeah but it's cool but, like i respect anybody in that business that can do it as a lifestyle i would say and, it is definitely a life i mean i know some people that are married they you know they do this that they met when they're doing it so they keep on doing it and they've done it for 20 some years but they're married they bounce around and it's what they do and i'm like that's just cool it is cool like i came here you know i came here to work in this community and my plan was a summer maybe a year and then i was going to go back out and bounce around five years later i'm still here but it's I have a I have a certain level of respect for people that can do it forever because I'm getting older now. And mm-hmm. That starting over thing is getting old. It's hard. To, the older you get, the harder it is to start over. To find new friends, to find places to go, yeah, do things. And in our age group, I, I don't know why. If like we got skipped over, or free love wasn't very free back then. But there's not that many people my age. It seems like I know there's younger and older, but in the between forty whatever and fifty, seems like there's not that many people that have that free bird spirit. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. know. Maybe I missed something somewhere in my I, life. We might have missed I think I went into the wrong line when I was getting yeah. born. Oh crap, I got the free spirit board one. I wanted the home life one. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> That's why when you say you, you know you have friends that like have done this for 20 years and, and actually maintain a relationship, like respect. Yeah, totally because respect for that. Natalie, like it's harder to do the older you get, you know, but to still actually maintain a relationship with starting over too. That's nope. super cool. Like mo- most couples can't even they get a new TV and they fight over it, you know. <laughs> yeah. Let alone packing up your van and going somewhere and just starting a new job with new bosses new friends new everything and you can still maintain that like i think that's just super awesome yep. they have places they go every year so they people know them they're oh look at jan and jim are coming here sweet you know my summer time must be you know i was hey they're back cool summer's here you know <laughs> all right i'm ready for this <laughs> welcome back jim and jam yep i'm gonna shed my coat those are actually our imaginary friends we don't have anyone so we meet up jim and jam <laughs> that's right yeah JJ, we call him JJ. We call him JJ. They're not even real, just so you know. <laughs> they stop into his diner and they stop into my bar once in a while, but they're not actual people. Yep. But that's how screwed up we are. That's, well, you know, that's the season of the world. <laughs> it's the slow season. We have to make up friends. <laughs> See? Oh, my brain is shot. You can tell this is the end of the episode where we just start. Whatever. <laughs> that movie called whatever. We are going down in circles here, my friends. <laughs> that movie called Whatever. Yeah, uh, whatever. whatever. But anyways, no. yeah, shout out to everybody who loves, like, lives a seasonal life. So many businesses wouldn't exist if there wasn't people like you out there that would bounce around and do it. Um, you know, Two Sisters Cafe in Montana, like, they, they're only open three, four months a year. Right? They need you. Nope. Um, you know, our business, we hire in the summertime. Like, just, I just think it's a, a great thing to introduce people to and, and thank you all. I want to say thank you for. Be, being willing to do that. Yeah, and it's it's hard. It really is hard. I think it's hard. I guess I never did it because I was always working on my career. So I always stayed in place for two years. But still, even two years is a good time. One spot and then jump to another town two years. A lot of times it takes you a good six months to even find a friend outside of your work. You, you first meet friends at your work. You hang with them. Then you kind of start making out friends with other people. And then you're like, oh, by the way, I'm leaving. See ya. Bye. Tony, am I your friend? You are. All right. I made a friend. I know. Six months into it. We're friends. <laughs> 
There we go. Here we go. So oh, I was going to say something. I went on my head. I don't know how I got on my head. I got earmuffs on. Oh, oh crap. Should have held it in. <laughs> can't, hold, can't hold the head while having your hand. <laughs> We are going rogue on this one today. <laughs> it possible. must be the heat, the 55 degrees we're melting. <laughs> oh, yeah, melting, I'm melting. Oh, I'm going rogue on this one. <laughs> all right, I think that's probably it. This is kind of, kind of a little short, but that's all right. We don't have, we don't always have to have long ones. People are getting bored already. Yep. What's so. our next episode? I think we got, we got a, we got a guest. I think we had a guest. Yeah, plan this one. This episode should come out on Friday, and then next week we have a guest on our first guest. We'll see what happens. See if we are actually good interviewers. Interviewers, yeah. And I, I have some questions for this one young man. We'll see what happens. Oh, yeah. There you go. There's your clue. It's a man. Play it by ear. Yeah. Yep. So, so uh, we'll, we'll check you later. Thank you, community. You're awesome. Thanks. Keep listening, man. Everything. I've got good, bad, and ugly feedback, and I love it all. Yep. Port has been appreciated, yep. and we, 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 we love you for that. Tell your friends and tell everybody else. Yeah. Because we want to make this into a worldwide thing. If you want mindless entertainment. Tune in. <laughs> we will keep you entertained <laughs> with bad mom jokes, too. <laughs> Just kidding. All right, we'll talk to you all later. And we're out. Yeah, one thing I forgot to mention in that episode, it, it's kind of funny. Um, because we were just bullshitting off offline. Because uh, our brains were. Today is, today is one of those days. <laughs> 55 degrees, though. <laughs> People are like this in Wisconsin. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> I'm busting out my swimsuit. <laughs> that's what we do here in Wisconsin. That's what, that's what we do when it's 55 in Wisconsin, swimsuits are coming out. People are like, yeah, swimsuits. <laughs> Awesome. But yeah, one thing I forgot, I, f- I forgot to mention during her original recording was the feeling you get as a seasonal worker. So you like you go just hard for six months and then you have two months off, but you're not like at retirement age, but you literally can just like you feel retired. You're like, I, I don't need to shower today. I don't need to do anything like I, I have not gotten out of my pajamas for for a month because I saved up enough money that I don't have to and I'm living comfortably. But it's I'm, the total truth. Yeah, like when I you have two months off, you have enough money to live and you get unemployment. You're like, hey, yeah, even though I'm gonna watch un- bug. Un- yeah, unemployment is just enough to pay the bills, but when you have nothing to do. Yep. What and you, you saved money? Yeah. So you're like, I'm going to sit around and watch Bugs Bunny all day long. <laughs> Bugs Bunny all day. <laughs> Bugs Bunny, weed, and booze. <laughs> the three Bs. The three Bs. Bugs Bunny, weed, and booze. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For two straight months. That's all you have. <laughs> that's all, we're that's all do. you have. I haven't changed my socks. I haven't done anything. But damn, I'm a master of... I memorized every Bugs Bunny episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We can watch Days to Confuse a hundred times in, in a row. <laughs> you, <laughs> you got it. You know, you, that's when you're like, wow, seasonal life is cool. Like, I'm winning. You know, like, this is awesome. You know? And then you realize you gained 40 pounds and you have to get back in your chef pants. And you go on a diet and go and work out. <laughs> then that first week you get back to bartending and, like, all those weird muscles you didn't use. You're like, oh, my, I need a wheelchair. <laughs> <laughs> Why do my feet hurt? Oh, wait a minute. I was leaning watching TV. For I haven't it. got off my couch in two months. <laughs> I hope that's not retirement. Oh, I want to go somewhere. I don't know. That sounds exciting. <laughs> <laughs> I think people work their whole life to not get off their couch, and that's what they. That's isn't that retirement? I, I think so. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. My mom's busier now in retirement than she ever was when she was. That's true. My dad's a busybody too. He's retired. But he stays active, but I know when I'm closed for two months, especially when we have like the between the summer and winter season, I actually have full two months where I don't have to like think about work, do an order, place a fucking you know wash anything. I. You I'm fuck off. pretty sure I have like four pairs of underwear for two months, and that's it. <laughs> like, I, I don't do 
anything. Right. You know, I mean, I go travel. I'm like, that's cool. And like, that's the benefit of seasonal work, too, is that you get like, cool, I got all this money. So I do go on vacation. But when I'm actually home and I don't have to work and I'm getting a little check to like pay the rent, my money's dwindling down. But I just could sit there and say, I'm not getting off this recliner for four days. And it's kind of a cool feeling. Three months off a year, school teachers and government workers. And government, well, do they? I have no idea. Do I they work? <laughs> I probably shouldn't have said that. I'm sorry, government workers, you do a lot of work. You do all the work. You do a lot of work. Don't, sorry, don't. my bad. <laughs> But that's one of the cool things I do actually like. I like about the seasonal world is because I, I know how to play it smart. And one of the reasons that keeps me in that is that I do get two months off and then a month and a half off. It's exciting. I can just, I can just do whatever I want. Yep. I don't have to set an alarm for anything. You can readjust your attitude in two months. Yeah. And a lot of times I wish I had that. To, or now as a seasonal, if I was a seasonal worker, I can close down and just readjust. And that's that's a, that's a very good point because as seasonal workers, like I, I'm making it sound like we're just lazy and we like can't wait to be off and lay on our couch. Um, but we, the restaurant and bar business is so intense when you do get that shutdown time like it really does help like I've gone on you know even this last summer I had a lot of things happen to me in my personal life that were not good um, if I didn't get that five weeks away I may not even came back you know like I said re- recharge what do you call it reboot the system yep shut down reboot yeah so it's seasonal work's cool like you go so fast and the whole summer goes by fast or the winter or whatever and you look back and you're like holy shit like I just did all of that that's crazy yep now you take that month so the night change your underwear and you're like, all right, I'm back now. I think me as a in the cooking world and doing seasonal work, you know, I don't mind working. I loved it. But now that I'm getting older, I'm like going, oh, crap. What did I do this summer? Ah, I worked. That's all we do. I worked. I went swimming a couple of times. I went golfing a couple of times. Might have taken uh, might have taken a random Wednesday off. Yeah, but other than that, you're just like, oh, I'm going to work today. Oh, I'm going to work today. And that's another point about seasonal work, too. Like, guests that go on vacation, you know, like, it's so funny up here because everyone's like, yeah, 4th of July, Memorial Day, Labor Day, all these weekends that they they get three-day weekends. Yep. They come up here to party. Like, that's when we have no life. We have nope. nothing. Like I told them last, last Labor Day, somebody was like, oh, you must be excited. It's Labor Day. I'm like, I want a real job where I can take the Labor Day weekend off. <laughs> I just want a real job so I can take weekends off. <laughs> What's a three-day weekend? What's a three-day weekend? You I don't have, know. I've never, outside of when we're closed because I'm seasonal, Friday night means nothing to me. Friday night means I can't go out to the, the show, can't go, unless you get somebody else to work for you. But 99% of times you're like, ooh, I want to go and see this band. Nope. Uh, there's nobody to work for me. Yeah, I guess yeah. I'll just keep on working. And you're like, oh, well, what does Friday night mean? Most people are going out on date night or go to the concert. Then you're, well, I'm thinking, well, then tomorrow's Saturday. That's yep. what that means. That's even more busy. Yep, and Saturday means I'm just going to have a little bit more bad mom jokes to give out. That's all. <laughs> all the mom jokes on yeah. Saturdays. Saturday night's going to be rough yeah. for you, boy. <laughs> if you, you want to hear a lot of mom jokes, it's usually on a Saturday. Uh, Saturday night. <laughs> Seven days a week, one is extra mom jokes. <laughs> yep. But yeah, like we don't have a life. You know, you don't have a life when you do seasonal work as a as, as a career, I guess. We'll, we'll, yeah, you have a season a seasonal life. I when mean, it's I mean, too you muddy, you can go out and do nothing, so you sit on yeah, the like couch. You, yeah, you don't have a nightlife, I should you say. You don't have nightlife. Friday nights are real. Like scary. I had a weekend off once. One of my jobs way back when. <laughs> once. Once. I had a weekend <laughs> off. I had a sat- Friday, Saturday off. I'm like, sweet, I'm going to go do this. I'm going to do that. And I'm, and I'm like, oh, yeah, all my friends are seasonal. I'm still seasonal. What am I going to do? <laughs> so I went I went shopping. I went in the store, and there was like 10 million people there. And I turned around. I'm like, no, I can't handle this. I went home and sat on t- sat down and watched TV. I was so bored for two days. 
<laughs> I went to the chef said never ever again. I don't care what you do. Never ever unscheduled me for a Friday and Saturday off. I do not want a Friday off ever again. Never ever again. Yeah. Let's say find some new friends that are outside of the cooking world. Everyone's pushing like you know, sending pictures of their Friday night dinner and shit. You know, because they worked you know Monday through Friday. Yeah. Like, we're like fuck. Just keep me at work. <laughs> I saw that. Fun. I made that dish for you. I saw humans. And I don't want. Give me back in the kitchen. Yep. No humans. My happy space is behind them. <laughs> Behind the grill, yeah, you know it. <laughs> that's too funny. It is. And that, so that's 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 interesting because like yeah, yeah, everyone's like, man, how was your Fourth of July? Like I, my birthdays in the summer in July, our peak season. What'd you do for your birthday? I well, worked. Uh, I worked, and that was actually one of our busiest days ever. I I, I didn't <laughs> yep. even know it was my birthday. <laughs> right? You work. You work on your birthday. You work on your birthday. You work on Friday. You work on Saturday. Then when you get those two months off, off, then you just go bananas. Yep. yep. You take a week off to relax and do nothing. Then you go on vacation. Then you come back and take a couple more weeks off, do nothing or whatever, and then. And it's worth it, and that's what keeps me. I think that's what keeps me in the seasonal game, and even like where I work is the fact that I do get that time off. But but when we're open, there's no room for error. You just go. You go. You know. You just go. Go. You go. make the money. You have your hundred hundred days and a thousand bad mom jokes. I'm on the bad mom joke click all of a sudden. Yeah, he's sorry. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> then you just got to make your money. Next episode, I'm going to come in with a bad mom joke. <laughs> <just for you>. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Mr. Editor, could you cut that out, please? <laughs> You're the editor, so my mom did ask me. She's she listened to the podcast. She was like, "So what they say? What did you say about me? What did they say about you?" And I'm like, "Mom, it's been 30 years. I can't remember." Oh, wait a minute. I didn't want to tell her, even though you did remember <laughs> a little bit. No, mom, I don't remember. It was, no. it was really nice. It was very nice. But yeah, work hard, play hard. That's like the theme of this whole industry, I think. Anyway, is you know, like that's like we mentioned in the last episode or two episodes ago. Why well, we fucking drink? <laughs> it's All not, right. When we do get when we do get the time away from it. We enjoy it. We just go hard. You know, like it's it's fun though. I let loose. I love not having to change my socks and my time off. But when you're when you're in it and it's peak season, you go. You go. You make the money. Wow, look at that. We got another ten minutes in. Oh man, we just added to the other episode, didn't we? All right. We did. I'm right over it. And we might say goodbye three more times. You never know. We are from the up north where they say goodbye five times. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs> so we do it like a weird accent. Oh yeah. Eh? Oh yeah. Eh? Goodbye. Eh? Goodbye. Eh? We'll talk to you tomorrow. Eh? Hey. <laughs> We're not, no. we're not in Canada, but we're close. That's right. We're one step away from Cana- Canadian. We can smell the bacon from here. We can't get into Canada right now. Nope. But, but we can have, I don't know what I was going to say there. <laughs> I saw I saw Phil the bunny rabbit go by again. <laughs> hey, Phil. So, yeah, the seasonal work is great. I mean, if you're a young youngster or whatever, you know some people. I mean, I'm going to say it's easy work, and I'm going to say you're going to have a lot of fun doing it. But it is a lot of fun. It's a ton of fun, and it's a lot of work. And you meet a lot of cool people. You meet a lot of cool people. And you see stuff for free. Yep. That's what I would, if I had kids, I would tell them that. I would say, go do this. For you know, two like, years of your life, just go do it. Three years, whatever. And then there's people like me and you that we're, we're not kids, and we're still doing it. <laughs> you know, right? <laughs> we talk about the youngsters. And I'm like, I look around youngsters. <laughs> I got gray hair. <laughs> every gray hair is for all the bad times I had working. No, it's for every great plate you put out. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, nice. Never thought about that one. More, but gray, more gray hairs you have, that means more drinks you pumped out and the more food you pumped out that was delicious or refreshing. Right on. I like your positive attitude there, mister. Yep. We got it. We got it. That's, that, that's why we're in the business, because we're positive. <laughs> <laughs> that's why we made it this long in the business. For our, yes. With that permagrin. Our permagrin. You know, this, it'll, it'll wear you out. We, 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 I think we've mentioned like the wear out of this business in every episode because it's so real. And I think both of us are in the wear out system right now. That's kind of the way we're talking about it. Yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, I mean, I, I, we're, we're just feeling it. We're, yeah. we're feeling the years. My my spinner leg is getting worn out. Yeah. Time to move on to do something else. You know, like I'm I love s- I love this industry, and like I don't really ever see myself being out of it unless unless you all pay us for this podcast. That'd be really cool. <laughs> Anybody <laughs> want a T-shirt says bad mom jokes on it? Yeah, <laughs> yes. I'll sell you one. <laughs> we have bad mom joke T-shirts. <laughs> Eight bucks. Yep. <laughs> Plus shipping and handling. Plus shipping and handling. What's the handling part, though? That's always the fun. We'll give you. Shipping uh, and handling. Not just know. shipping. What's the handling? Well, who handles? Who handles? We don't what know. Are they, what, we don't want to know what's handling. No. <laughs> <laughs> but for a deal, for an extra $10, I'll, we'll personally sign it for you. And we'll put an extra bad mom joke on the back of it. That's right. <laughs> Front and back mom jokes. <laughs> we are the biggest dorks in the world. <laughs> Thank God nobody can see us. <laughs> it's true. Thank God we're not live. All right. Yep. If we ever go off video podcasting, we'd be trouble. I'm going to wear a mask. <laughs> not like a COVID mask, but like a Spider-Man mask or something like crazy. Like you can't see me. Oh, I want to wear a Wonder Woman mask. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I was fucking puking the microphone. Oh no! That's awesome. Wonder Woman mask. You uh, <laughs> could buy a T-shirt with his face and a Wonder Woman mask on it, <laughs> with a bad mom joke on the back. Yep. All right. All so. right. All right. Well, I think we got this covered. Now we're going down the deep end of the deep end of nothing again. Slippery slope. I think it's the residual effects of drinking. I I don't drink. I don't drink either. Alle- allegedly. That's right. Once again, our lawyers are not present. And the HR is gone. The HR is always gone. HR is gone. Thank you, HR, for taking... Oh, they, they got the day off. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, HR doesn't work. Hey, fuckers. The reason, oh, sorry. The reason we do this podcast on Tuesdays is because HR takes Tuesdays HR is not here. Yeah. So they have no control over us. Zero percent. All right. Well, we're going to say goodbye one more time. But don't worry. We got five, three more to go. Yeah. How many more? Uh, two more. Two more today. <laughs> yeah, goodbye. What? Oh, oh, goodbyes? Yeah, five. Goodbye this one. Oh, yeah. It's the w- Wisconsin Five. The Five. The Wisconsin Five. Catch you later. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Toodles. <laughs>